<laughs> you don't embarrass your kids? <laughs> no, I, I embarrass my kid all the time. So Jared doesn't have any kids, though. No, not it's, yet. It's, it's, but I will be one of those embarrassing parents. <laughs> it's a privilege. Welcome to the Hope Talk Podcast, sponsored by Come On, Let's Go. We're talking with Ashley Wade. Um, you are a parent. Yes, I am. Multiple times. Yes, two. Yes. Beautiful little girls. Three if you count your husband. That's right. Um, and then you're <laughs> well, also... a beautiful little girl, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're also a director of children's ministries at your local church. That's um, right. And so what does that include? Like, what are you doing as the director of children's ministries? So I've been doing it for 15 years. And so what my main focus is um, take care of ba- uh, babies to sixth grade. But really, it is one important message, and that is letting them know that they are loved and they are valued by God. And so that's, I think, one of the most important messages that we can tell and share. That's also a big age range, though. It's huge age range, but I have an amazing team that helps me with it. But there's a lot of differences between a baby, a toddler, a kindergartner, a third grader, a sixth grader. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of changes that happen during that time. Um, And obviously, you've got older girls, um, you know, they're, they're getting teenagers and all that sort of stuff. Um, so you've been there before, but how do you come up with stuff that encourages them in their spiritual growth and tells them they're loved from babies to sixth graders? Well, one of the things that I've worked really hard on is at my home and then as well as at my church is that to understand that children are capable of amazing things and so so often when we talk to them we uh, think we kind of limit them I think by some of the things that we say but I think repetitiveness is important and so we believe that in every aspect of their life there is something um, that we can get into them and knowing that as something as simple but as so as in depth as you are loved and you are valued um, can be shared in a lot of different ways and one of that is is really focused on the relationship yeah. is building a relationship with the kids through their leaders um, so that it's not just me saying that they are loved and valued but it's their um, for at work it is their their leaders at church, their small group leaders um, that share that love with them in action and in word. Um, and then at home, it's just something that I try to constantly relay to my children is that they are loved and they are valued and God created them um, with a specific purpose and plan. You know, I work with the youth at my church as well, and it feels like it's easier, you know, for like 60 minutes on a Wednesday or 60 minutes on a Sunday or something like that to be intentional. Um, but how do you do that with your kids? Because, I mean, your kids are probably perfect. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, they probably are. Um, I have a four-year-old and uh, a one-year-old, and the one-year-old's definitely not perfect. Um, the four-year-old, I mean, he's good, but, you know, he's got his moments. Um but, you know, with your kids being perfect, how, how, how are you intentional throughout the entire week? It is not. And I think one of the biggest things as a parent that we have to understand, and we say this a lot with our mom squad that we have at our church, is that the struggle is real. It is real. And you should put that on a T-shirt. I'm going to. Yeah. Um, but the struggle is real. And so have the understanding. Not only have the understanding for you, but have the understanding for other parents. Um, I do truly believe that it takes a kingdom to raise a child um, and so it's not just about me sharing that message with them but it being intentional about putting my kids and surrounding in situations where they are experiencing that love 
um, and message from other people. So in a home, it could be, you know, your your family and your um, friends. And then at, in church is a big one, putting them in church and being able to surround them with people who um, believe that message. You know, it is sh- a struggle, like I said, every day to be able to um, help my kids who are now 10 and 12 um, who are going through a lot of new stages in their lives um, to help them understand that their value and their love was set at the beginning. And I try to do that so when they come to me with a concern or a problem or an issue, which I'm very allow those conversations to be had. That's like awesome I, they do come to you. Yeah. And that's the number one thing I think is allowing those conversations to take place and having them feel comfortable. Um, when I was a kid, I would tell my mom, um, when I knew I did something I shouldn't have done, that I would say, Mom, I got to tell you something, but you can't get mad at me. <laughs> and so my mom told me years later that that one statement helped prepare her for whatever was about <sighs> to come out of my mouth <laughs> so that she could gauge her reaction um, to make sure that it allowed for future conversations. Mm-hmm. And so I try really hard um, to have that attitude with them because I'm very close to my mom and there's nothing I wouldn't tell her. Um, so having that open relationship and being able to have them come talk to you is very important. Um, so I think that's the, the key um, with, especially with the older children. Um, and then also knowing when you need to tag out. Like there's nights where I'm like, I can't do this right now. And mm-hmm. I'm like, to my husband, Justin, it's your turn. <laughs> You're up. And so he goes, and I think having that, that wonderful combination of mother and father um, being on the same uh, wavelength, wavelength. together as a team. Yeah, yeah. work together as a team mm-hmm. um, is, is essential. But, again, I just think constantly saying uh, that you're loved and you're valued and bringing that back uh, from conversations is, is important. Is that something, like, because me and my wife, we've had those moments. Um, my wife had one just last night um, where she was like, time out, you know? Um, and, and why is it that we feel guilty about that? Is it because of, you know, we feel like we've got a parent, our kid came to us or whatever. Um, but a lot of times we feel guilty as parents that I can't help right now. And so maybe we try to force something and we make it worse. I mean, uh, how do we get okay with the fact of tagging out? Well, I think number one is that we've got to take off the cape. Um, I think that intentionally, and I think society and just the world kind of puts this thing that in order to be, I know for me, a good mom, to be able to be a good worker, everything, I should be able to do everything and be a superhero at it. And that's just not reasonable. We we are not meant to wear capes. And that's where um, God helps us because he's the one that has those amazing abilities and gives us strength. And we do not have the strength because we rely on ourselves rather than relying on him. Um, but the guilt is real. Um, and it comes at us at so many different places. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, and I heard this once, that these are not just my kids. These are God's kids. And God doesn't want to see them fail, mm-hmm. right? And God wants to be there. So um, I do pray a lot <laughs> before I go into a conversation with my kids. Um, I know there's been multiple times when I knew that there was going to be a difficult conversation. And I really spent, t- spent time in prayer 
um, to get my heart right, to get my mind right, to get my words right. And to um, ready yourself for any reaction that you may have to have. Get and, ready for the yeah, battle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then it's amazing for me to see, talking about being intentional, to see the difference when I go into a conversation or a battle uh, with that mindset when, when I'm going into a battle with an empty bucket, which is how we a lot times parent is mm-hmm. from the what I heard once from the dredges of the bucket. The dredges. Yeah. You know, like our bucket's yeah. empty because we're doing everything mm-hmm. um, all the time. So So how important do you think it is to fill up your own bucket first? And, and you know, you mentioned praying and kind of approaching the conversation. But uh, I guess from a spiritual standpoint for you as a parent, how important is that to get it right for you before you approach those difficult situations with your kids? Um, it is uh, it is key. Um, to me now I'm not going to sit here and act like I've got it all together because I do not um, and like I said not I'm not I know you don't I, have perfect I took my, kids? Ca- I took my cape off right. um, oh, before I came in I mean, and she's, she's like all of us yeah <laughs> and and that's the thing is the struggle is real um, and so it's 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 very important do I wish that I could say that I do it all the time mm-hmm. and um, I handle every situation with the mind of what would Jesus do Uh, I wish I could say that, but I don't because life is crazy um, and parenting is hard. Uh, I look at my mom a lot of times and I said, you did not fully prepare me. Um, um, But I think we can only do the best we can do. And um, but I think that turning to God is the only solution to be able to do this parenting thing. Um, It's like being in the airplane, you know, the, the mask thing, you know, they encourage you that if. If pressurization is lost in the cabin and oxygen and all that stuff, put your own mask on first and then help those around you that need it. And uh, I mean, you're 100% right when, as parents, you know, we react poorly when we're not communicating with God and uh, it happens. It does. Now, when you have those moments when you react poorly, how important is it to be transparent with your kids? Because I know sometimes you want to put the cape back on and you want to be the superhero that doesn't want anybody to know that you messed up. But how important is that transparency to your kids? Well, I think that in all things, being able to admit you are human is important to your kids. And not just in this, in when you lose it, but also in your spiritual walk. Um, because the whole generation, do as I say, not as I do, that's a joke. That's not yeah. the kids we live in today. It is, I'm going to do as you do. And so if they see us turning to God when things are challenged and struggle, then they're going to know that. They're going to see that um, and hopefully be able to imitate that, um, which especially with younger kids. I mean, you know, my kids learn how to talk on that cell phone or that house phone that shows my age uh, a lot faster. You know, mm-hmm. um, they knew those things because they watched us and um, – but I think being able to admit that you're wrong is important, and not only for yourself as a, as a growing point, um, but also as a point to be able to show them it's okay to be wrong, and then how you can grow from it. Um, so I think it's very important. It's like I, you know, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm actually, sorry. What? <laughs> and I mean it. Yeah. You know, I tell my kids, sorry is not always enough. You know, mm-hmm. like being sorry means to have a change of behavior and so if you keep doing the same thing over and over again are you truly sorry yeah and so but anyway i think it's a lesson 
my girls make fun of me all the time because I look for lessons in all things. Like I want to learn and be better. And so like if we're sitting at lunch or something with their friends and I'm like, well, if you think about this and she's like, mom, please stop. (laughs) So, but I think you can look for lessons and teach those lessons um, in all things. Uh, you mentioned earlier your your mom squad, as you called it. Uh, how helpful is it to have those moms that you're able to interact with and, and to get advice from and kind of talk through things with while you're raising your kids? Oh, it's um, it's amazing. It has been such a blessing to us. And, and not just a mom squad in the sense of, you know, moms getting together, but authenticness yeah. and being real and saying, I don't have it all together. I am struggling with this um, and be able to give guidance to younger parents uh, with children and, and having people who give me guidance who have older children. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, it's really important. But also with that, of not having parent shaming, you know, not saying, I don't know why you don't have it all together, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but to have under the uh, true thing of, you know, the struggle is real. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that's one of my favorite things is having people around you uh, who have been there before, um, who are also going through what you're going through at the same time you're going through, and then other people that you can feed into. Uh, I mean, it's like that's biblical, you know. I mean, kind of how uh, we were designed, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, but what other resources uh, would you encourage parents to seek out? Uh, obviously, a community. Um, but uh, is there anything else that you might say? This is something that I found that has helped me. It's helped my husband, it's helped our family, or it's helped me as a, a pastor at my church. Um, I am big on devotions, finding devotions that speak to what I'm trying to deal with and things that I can get my hands on and go through and, and learn in those. I am a sh- strong advocate of music and what you put into their minds. Um, and it has been a blessing to see my kids grow up with the music of, of, of Christian music surrounding them and then also being able to see that at my ministry. Um, there's nothing better than like on a Wednesday night or something or Sunday night at a one or we'll have a parent go, hey, where did you get your, what CD is this from or whatever? I'm like, it's J103. Um, but the message matters. Um, what goes in is what comes out. And so, and that's in all of us. I mean, there's days where I'm struggling and I get my car and I can just praise God in that moment and it has changed uh, my whole day. Now music is a powerful thing to me anyway. I can say pretty much all of the uh, sermons that I've ever had to do um, in adult worship for children's worships have come from songs (laughs) (laughs) Um, because I believe it's a powerful way we speak and it's something that there's a powerful message in um, I think there was uh, one of the songs, I'm horrible with names, uh, Britt Nicole that did something like You Are Gold. Gold. Yes. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking to hear my kids sing that, yeah. that's what's going into their brains. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's coming out of their mouth. Which goes back to your point earlier, talking about you were loved and you were valued. Yeah. yeah. That song's huge with that. Oh, my gosh. And there's nothing more powerful than that because yeah. what I do know is what's out there is not sharing that message. Mm-hmm. And. What I do know is I see each week in our kids and my kids and, and others, the angels that I get to minister every week, is that the messages of the world is not that. It's, it's not that you're not good enough. It's not that it's, you know, it's not the message of Christ. 
uh, which is you're good enough and you're loved and valued. It is the message of the world saying you're not good enough. Or, or if they you're, do say you are, then there's strings attached. Yeah, like you have to do this. this. Or you're yeah. valued if this. Yeah, and, and you, in order to be happy, you've got to experience this mm-hmm. and this and this. And I just think that's that's so like um, heartbreaking. Um, and because kids, they build, they build their value on things around them instead of on the one true source. That was never shaken. That will never be taken away. Um, so I do believe music is an amazing, especially in our generation day, because my, especially my girls, there's always earbuds in their ears. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talk about music. They dance it. So I think that's a tool um, that is important. Also, just checking in, I think, um, with your church and your church leaders and asking them, um, you know, what is something I can do to help my kids? Um, I'm really intentional when I plan things to have things for parents because I'm that parent. I want to know. Like, I, there are times when I feel extremely overwhelmed when my kid comes home from school with certain math homework or English homework, and I feel overwhelmed so that I don't know what to do. So I just kind of go, ooh. Um, but I don't want my parents to feel that way when it comes to biblical truth. So those are some important tools that I use. This has been the Hope Talk Podcast, sponsored by Come On, Let's Go. To find out more, visit comeonletsgo.com.